Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Healthy Professionals Podcast. My name is Tremaine, and if you are tuning in for the first time, I ask for you to hit that subscribe button so you can make sure that you do not miss out on any more content. But on today's episode, I actually have a veteran-turned-business owner. He's someone who who is located in Norfolk, Norfolk, Virginia, and owns a business called American Barber Lounge. He's also an old colleague of mine. And with that being said, welcome, Mr. Scott Drayton. Hey, how you doing, brother? Hey, what's uh, going on? Huh? Good to be here. And I'm glad to have you, man. And and it's interesting, you know, I know you probably gonna get this story, but uh, me and him actually met in the military. I am I'm ex-army. He's also ex-army. And we were in South Korea together. And we kind of, we were on the, the same, um, what do you call it, platoon. We were in the we was in the same squad, the same platoon, and you know, leaving leaving both Korea, we both came out of the military, and we both are business owners. We all doing we're both doing our, our own thing, and it's crazy how we came from there and then where we are now. That even when we look at other people who left as well or still in, it's I just think it's crazy, man. Oh yeah, um, looking back, I wouldn't have changed a thing. Um, very good times, and I've got some experience from that experience that, you know, I've been able to use as a credit um, in my own life. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Bro, bro I, I think I think the same thing. I, especially that Korea experience, I, I would not take back. You know, I was really young at the time, <laughs> but I would not take that back at all. I, I loved every moment of it, and I've used that to propel me you know, to where I am now and even further, man. So real quick, um, with, with, with even that, I would like for you to talk a little bit about your backstory, just kind of give us, you know, where you're from and then, you know, how you came into the military and then how it led you, um, into where you are now as a, as a prolific barber. Okay. Well, um, man, where do I start? Well, I'm from, uh, Richmond, Virginia. Mm -hmm. Um, I grew up as a preacher's kid. Mm. Um, a little, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say country town. It's more like, uh, uh, how would you, how would I describe it? Uh, just like it's just a small town in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> mm, somewhat. Well, I went to school in a county. Um, I actually did not matriculate as far as uh, most people because I didn't make it past actually the tenth grade. What? Um, wow. Yeah. Um, and it's funny because you know in America, mm-hmm. and this might help somebody you know out there who's listening because I know that there's a lot of young people and people coming up in society who, <laughs> excuse me, who really look forward to uh, matriculating through college and stuff like that. I didn't, that didn't happen for me. Um, Mm, mm -hmm. Yeah. I dealt a lot with uh, teenage pressure. Um, I dealt a lot with uh, depression. I dealt with uh, feeling inadequate about life. And that's Mm -hmm. what actually led me to the military, you know, because I had, questions in my mind um about 
who I was as a person, who I was as a man, mm-hmm. and especially for African American um, at the time, it was just tough. And mm-hmm. sometimes it is for young black men. Um, mm-hmm. And I said it to say, uh, yeah, my education, I just fell through the cracks. Let's, let's just say it like that. But at the end of the day, through the military, mm-hmm. I learned how to uh, use that as a credit and how to use the experience in order to to uh, change where I was in life and where I was going. And thankfully now, you know, I can say that I'm in a, a lot better place. And, and it's funny that you say that, you know, I guess when you got out of the, the high school, you said that. You know, you were you felt depressed and things of that nature. But you know, when I met you, I, I didn't get that sense. You were very like a, you were alpha. You you spoke what you know. You spoke your mind. You'll say whatever you need to say. Uh, you'll get you know. You of course you was a hard worker. I mean, I think out of everybody, you was the hardest worker <laughs> out of everybody. But uh, and it, and it's crazy. I guess when I know I did when I did meet you, you were actually several years in. So I'm guessing you had time to develop into that. Yes. Um... Prior to the military, I, I had time to like uh, really do some uh, inward reflection and really try to pinpoint who I was as an individual. Because a lot of young people out there, you know, I know you get to a certain age and it's just like, well, where do I go? You know, and a lot of times you don't get the answers from um, the people in your family. Um, mm-hmm. And so that's why a lot of people end up turning to college. You know, because we're taught here, you know, go to school, get your education. And a lot of people aren't steered in the direction of entrepreneurship. Um, This country uh, is Mm -hmm. founded on business. You know what I mean? Because that's one of the, I would say outside of the real estate, um, Mm -hmm. the business world is very concrete. Uh, And a lot of people in the country have progressed uh, through the use of business because you have a lot, a lot of a large person. Um, But yeah, so I did some, I did a lot of inner reflection before the military. And one of the reasons I went in is because I felt like I've done a whole lot of my life, but the military was that one thing that I hadn't tried to to see if it would be, you know, the turning point. So that's that's what motivated me to go in. Mm-hmm. And so I remember you touching on. You said that you was a preacher. You was a preacher kid. So I mean, you know, I, I really the question I I have is, well, how was your dad like? Was he was he an entrepreneur? I mean, did he have his own church or was he strict? Because, like I said, when when you when you came in, I I seen a lot of like alpha in you. Was that like a something that you got from a sergeant, someone that in that circle, or was how was your dad? Uh, my father was stern. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a a very good community leader, like most pastors are. Um, mm-hmm. But he had flaws, being that he was a black man. Or that he is a black man. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have to look up to him and acknowledge the fact that he was a leader. Mm-hmm. And so 
I gleaned from that and there are things that I I learned and that I was able to pick up from him, even though our relationship um, wasn't everything that I hoped it to be. But mm. yeah, I, I did get a lot of that just from being under his tutelage. Gotcha. Gotcha. And that's even like how my father, but he wasn't a, he wasn't a preacher. My father was, you know, he's been in the military his whole entire life. Uh, well, not his whole entire life, but he was a, he was a criminal. He, the reason why he got into the military is because he, the, the judge told him, you got two options. You either go and go to jail or you gotta, you gotta go to the military. Right. Oh, he definitely chose that. And you know, too, the, and, and even on that topic, I, I wish they even had that today, but I mean, unfortunately they don't, you know, where you give someone who's been, you know, um, unfortunate to get the chance, you know, especially if it's not nothing that's really bad, but get the chance to be able to make that decision, uh, whether it's the military or, or, or that. But that's that's a whole different conversation. So um, my, my, what I, what I want to get into is, uh, so what made you choose to, I'll say this, what led you into being a barber after you got out? So when you got out the military, I know you dived into some other things. You didn't get directly into bar- being a barber. I don't know. I think you did. I don't know. Uh, what did you do right after? And then why did you choose this path? Okay. Um, well, after I got out, there was some uncertainty there about what to do next. And mm-hmm. it just so happens that I have a friend in uh, Richmond, Virginia, where I'm from mm-hmm. again, uh, who has a barber studio. So one thing just led to another. Um, before actually going and, and rolling, you know, I had tried different different things on my own. Um, then, of course, once I got out, I wasn't one hundred percent because I was. I'm, I'm still diagnosed with uh, post traumatic stress disorder, so mm-hmm. you know I was dealing with that, and so I had to give myself some time to work out the the battle scars that I had, even in my own personal life, as mm-hmm. well as you know the after effects of of being at war. So, uh, yeah. yeah, one thing just, just pretty much led to another. And I think, you know, it was a door that opened up and it was just the right door for me to go through at the time. And and, I, and I'll tell you this. So, you know, since me and you, you know, we are reconnected, I do see there's a change. There's a change in your demeanor and there's a change in the way you like, you know, you communicate and things of that nature. So I, I, I want to ask you is, from from that point when you started, how did you how did you feel like you had to make the transformation? Because you talked completely different when we was in South Korea. You had a little bit more, you know, you had a little bit more twang in your speech. <laughs> um, and now you just you you've gotten to be, I'll say, more polished with with what you're talking. Um, what how do you feel like you did? Well, I don't say how you felt like it, but why do you feel like you had to make that shift? Well, I've, I've heard people say over the years that you got to walk the walk and talk the talk. And right. <laughs> that's that's exactly right. Uh, and I guess once you get to a certain age, uh, you start to put the pieces of the puzzle together and then you start to understand mm-hmm. what that actually means. And especially nowadays, there's not a whole lot of time for BS. You know, yeah, yeah. you know, if you're going to be about business, be about business. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, you're gonna, right. and, and that's at anything that you try to excel at. If you're going to excel, 
then you got to go all out for it. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's all about heart and soul at that point. You know, and if you mm-hmm. want something bad enough, then you're going to make the decision that, hey, I'm going to be about business and I'm going to be about it. Right. Right. Because you're because your barber, your I, I don't know. I mean, your barbershop, I don't know the prices, but it seemed more upscale. And was that something that you envisioned or that's just kind of something you 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 kind of lined up after a while? Uh, it's something that I envisioned from the from the onset and especially yeah. being the, the, the person that I am. I like nice things. And I think it goes back to. Um, to the heart and the core of Africans. Um, mm-hmm. Africans have this thing about them where not that they're flashy, but they're flamboyant. Mm. Um, and it's in our, it's embedded in our souls. It's embedded in our spirit. So mm-hmm. I like nice things. I like color, <laughs> being colorful. I like yeah. energy. I like uh, electricity. So my business is a culmination of who I am in the humans in my human spirit. Right. Right. And, 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 and it's, and it's crazy because, you know, I did look at the reviews that you had on the, on your uh, Facebook page and I see is exactly the, the, the guy that I do in the military where it's like, you always had a customer service spirit. Um, Cause even, you know, people don't know we were, we were, uh, essentially cooks in the military. <laughs> so that's, you know, it's basically all service-based and uh, for you to move on to here, you kind of carry those skills over and I see that people love you. Like you, that 100% mentality that you have, you, that you had in the military where you would work your butt off, you carried that over to this and like people have nothing but good things to say about you. All right. And, and again, um, it's who I am as an individual. That's what mm-hmm. I want to reflect. You know, when they walk into my business, I want people to see that um, this is different. This isn't just average, something average. This isn't just right. something thrown together. Because, again, if you're going to be about something, then do it 100 percent. You know, and that's one of the things, again, that we learned in the military. You know, uh, don't talk about it. Be about it. And, you know, you got to let or you got to be able to put your best foot forward at the end of the day and really shine through and give what you put your hands to do, put a hundred percent into it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And if you do that, you're going to get 100% return. Right. Right. And I, and I agree with you, man, because I'll say after I've been now, I've done, I, you know, I've done a two list of things you, you've probably actually seen over my development. Um, you know, and I will say, as I've gotten older, I've really harped in on what I'm great at. I'm great at talking. And I noticed that people, you know, I'm 240 pounds now. So, like, when people see me, they're like, oh, man. So, I've always had, uh, you remember when I was in the military, I would, like, try to train people. I, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, 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 worked, I worked out, and I noticed that those were my gifts. And and so, these are the things, those are the things I chose to go, you know, choose to go 100 in. Yeah. Did you, did you feel like this like being an entrepreneur and and then being an entrepreneur who's you know owns a barbershop did you feel like that was uh something that was completely right for you off the bat or was it something that you you grew to love i i feel now as i look back that um again my life is a puzzle and i've slowly began to put pieces of the puzzle puzzle together so i feel that 
entrepreneurship, owning a barbershop, um, having a barber business is um, my calling. Uh, yeah. And again, I have to, at the end of the day, uh, nobody's going to do this for me. I feel like I have, I've been given a vision. And if I want to see this thing through, then I got to put my best foot forward every day that I get out of my bed and nothing else comes to the forefront or nothing else matters as much as me doing what I have to do every day to make sure that my vision comes into fruition. Because once you're given a, a vision for something, uh, it's not until people are not going to uh, buy into it uh, until they see that thing coming together. You know, you right. can sit down and tell somebody mm. about something all day long, but it's not until they see it that they say, yeah, now I see what you're talking about. Because initially I, I had told people before I uh, went into business what I wanted to do, and they just thought I was just talking. But it wasn't until they saw it coming together that they can say now, oh, now I see it. You right, know, this right. man isn't just talking. He's He's about it. He's doing something. You right. know, so yeah, right, right. You didn't want it, you you know, um, you didn't want it where because you know how some people how people get why they see they 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 see the journey but they don't see they don't see the things that go into the journey, right? You know, they just want to see the results, but it's like you know, especially in in our our community where you know everything has to be rushed. You know, they they people don't want to respect that the fact that or a lot of people don't know. That there's the process that everyone goes through. Yes. You know what I mean? You have to get you have to get over yourself. Like you said, you know, you have to get over your PTSD. You had to get over uh you, you know, you have to get over that. You have to get over who the old you and be able to bring in the new you so that you can have the success that you want. But it was a process and it's not something that happened overnight, right? right. right. And as you were growing, you see how, you know, like I said, how our community where they they looking at you, but you, when we when we say what we when we say our stuff, and like I said, you might be going through it. Um, they feel like they, you know, some people can lose respect for you. Some people feel like, you know, that you, how can I say it? Uh, like like you said, just feel like you're a talker and things like that. But then you realize, like, look, I, I'm I'm okay with this. I'm going through my process, and when I get there, I'm gonna get there. Is that was your your mindset or? Yes, um, definitely, because uh, I knew that. I was going to have to, there are certain things like putting the, putting the pieces of the puzzle together, you know, starting out initially in business. Um, I was going to have to go at it alone, you know, because yeah. it, sometimes and the majority of the time, your family, you know, they mm. might be there for you in <laughs> speech and in word, but in action, you know, it ain't always, it ain't mm -mm. always the case, you know, mm -mm. so a lot of it, you're going to have to step out there on blind faith. And a lot of that has to do with fear. Fear, we've been taught, is a bad thing. Fear is not a bad thing. Fear is a mm -hmm. good thing because it involves inertia. But it's what you do with the fear. Are you going to let it? Are you going to let it stifle that positive inertia on the inside of you? Or are mm -hmm. you going to let that be the catalyst to push you forward into your destiny? And that's what I did. Uh, you know, and I, I, I went into my mind's eye and I started to see, you know, I can use this negative energy 
as a positive to push me forward. And that's what I did. And, and I want to go back on what you said about, uh, those, those processes. Life is a process. My, uh, mm-hmm. business is a process, but like you said, there are levels to this. Um, you don't start off big. You use what you have, you know, start off small and allow your business to grow. Because right, right. if you try to start off at a place that you're not ready for, that you're not seasoned for, ultimately, it could be a downfall. You might make some mistakes and making mistakes are good, but you don't want to make critical mistakes starting out. So the best thing to do and what I tell people, start small, use what you got. Um, we're told and taught traditionally, or oh, you got to have a, you got to have a large sum of money. You got to go to the bank. You got to write out a business plan. Right. <laughs> I didn't do any of that. You know, right. when, I, when I started, I used the money, my own money, and I went into business. And I didn't allow, uh, I didn't have conversations with family and people because at, at the end of the day, uh, not everybody is for you. And even your own family, it could be your own mother and father. Ooh, you know, yeah. but if they, if they don't, if they haven't been where you're trying to go, then ultimately they can't help you. <clears throat> Excuse me, they can't help you. You got to go on what you know and your own instinct and follow that voice in your own head that's pushing you out there into your destiny. So that's what you have to do. Uh, and I love that because Jim Rohn said the best, you're the average of the top five people you hang around with. And sometimes you have to love people with uh, <laughs> from a distance. Yeah, You have to feed them with a silver spoon from a distance. And, and even that's plays a part in my life. I remember we before we got on here, we talked about an old friend. I felt like, and I, at some point, I had to cut this guy off. You know, much love to him, but I had to be the average of the top five people. Yeah, he was reaching out to me, and and yeah, you know, cool. But I have to be careful who I speak to because that energy will play a part on who I become. And and I, you know, I you know, friend, family, friends, and yes, when we are making embarking on this journey. It is a lonely process. Yeah. It's a very lonely process. It's a, it could be, you know, and depending on how high you go, it get even lonelier. Yeah. Right. Depending on how big your dream is, you have to become somebody. You have to become somebody that people might not like. Right. So you have to decide: Do you want to be? Are you, you know? Do you want to be a people person? Be a people person for your clients. Yeah. <laughs> but because if you enter our circle, I'm going to push you, and you're not going to like it. Right. I'm going to keep you accountable. You're not going to like it because if you want to be friends with me. <laughs> Uh, it's, it's it's a whole different ball game because even you step it in your space, uh, you notice that if other barbers going to be around, you're going to challenge them because you want everybody to be better. And it could be, it could turn out where the people might say that you're, oh, you change. Or it could say, um, you're not the person that you used to be. It's like in order to get to the level that we want, right? we have to not be the same person. Right. So, I, so I have this. I have. I want to. I want to get into asking you this. Um, so where you are right now, okay? What is your next year, three year goal from here? Okay. What? And it's, I'm glad you asked me that because I was just having this conversation with an investor the other day who came into the business, and we were sitting <laughs> sitting down talking. Uh, he asked me the same question. I said to him that. Uh, I have one location right now. I'm in one location, but I, what I what I am envisioning 
is mm-hmm. once I open up the next two and three, then mm-hmm. I feel like I've made the type of imprint that I need to make. And then from there, the sky's the limit because I, I feel like then it can take off because what I'm envisioning is uh, our international uh, barber business. And there isn't anything mm-hmm. uh, out there at that capacity at the moment. But, you know, if I, if I keep pushing it and I don't even feel that I'll see it happen, but as long as I get it uh, started, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Then eventually somebody can pick up the ball and say, okay, there's a system in place. And as long as we follow this system that was left behind for us, then we can't go wrong. Um, McDonald's started out like that. Wendy's started like that. You know, these businesses started out in one location, little small locations, and then it just successfully grew, you know, uh, over time. And it takes that, you know, people think, and we're taught, Oh, you could just you can just blow up it overnight and, and business is instant and you know you can you can go on Instagram and make a whole lot of money and you can just do this, you can do that. <laughs> but right, you know, that's all fine and dandy. I'm not knocking it, you know, do what you do. But at the end of the day, um, yeah, a lot of people think that they can, you know, have instant success like uh, what we see in society now with Instagram and some of the other platforms, TikTok. Those things are, are instantly based, but a, a, a business takes time um, and you have to allow yourself to go through uh, processes and the levels that it takes to make you who you are and to take you to where you're going. And that takes time. It, uh, a person, a well-seasoned individual go through processes. And so you can't be afraid um I, I cannot I cannot agree with you more. Um, I think it's I think you know sometimes we look at social media and we look you know we are online on Facebook and Instagram and we're seeing our we're seeing people live a life that we want to live or you know and they call it what keeping up with the Joneses and a lot of times when you are pressured and I've been through that where you know you 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 come on with this persona. And, you know, everybody's pretending like they're successful and things of that nature. And then when you realize that you're not having the success, it can set people back rather than just working behind the scenes, getting it done and then showing up with your success. And I think everybody wants the microwave. They want the microwave thing. They want to look like they want to look, be, you know, like they're better than their, you know, they want to prove to their mom and their dad and they want to prove to their friends that they're very successful Rather than saying, "Hey, this might take me ten freaking years to do," and it just depends on what you're doing, right? right? Because there's so, there's so many things you have to get over. Is you know there's there's certain there's certain businesses that can make money quickly. There's certain there's certain ones where you have to build a new skill, and it's it's not as easy to go over. Or I even made a video on this: do a bunch of stuff, like do a bunch of stuff until you figure out what you like to do. And that's what I've gotten the golden chance to do. I've gotten a chance to build websites for people. I've gotten a chance to build logos and I've gotten the chance to do real estate and sell a property. I've gotten a chance to do all of those things and figure out what I like, what I enjoy doing. And, and yes, within there, you might have people who it's going to talk mess behind your back. It's going to people say, Oh, you know, here he, he, ain't, he ain't doing nothing. Or you're going to, you're going to have a lot of, 
of negative consequences that come with it, but ultimately you're doing it for your own happiness so that you can be able to do what you love for the rest of your life. But until you figure out and do all your ideas, you're not going to know what you like. Now, not everybody has the luxury of being a Drayton who decides to, to, to stumble. Yeah, he went through his process, but he stumbled across his passion uh, immediately even after the military. But he, but actually, he did it later in life. Like you, How old are you? Oh, I don't get your age. But I'm guessing over 30, right? Yeah, I, I'm- uh, <laughs> Man, now I gotta tell go you. <laughs> no, you ain't gotta tell you. Ain't gotta tell. You gotta tell. But but over thirty, even then, he's he's found the time. And if you're like me, who are you know in in their latter twenties, um, you know, a few years from thirty, we got time. You know, there's no rush. There's no. There's you know who you proving? Who are you truly proving wrong or right? All you have to do is prove yourself right with something that you enjoy. And so I love that. I love that. Now, I want to ask you this as we wrap up everything. um, I want to ask you this question, and it's something that I end my interview podcast with, okay? The question I have for you is, what are you doing now to keep yourself physically, mentally, and emotionally healthy? Um, Again, I'm putting the pieces of the the puzzle together, and I find that... uh, People who reach. Let's go physical. Let's go physical. What are you doing physically to keep yourself healthy? Okay. I find that people who reach a certain income uh, plateau, I would say people who make six figures are a large percentage of them are athletic. Um, so staying in the gym, running, um, being physically fit is essential to keep yourself healthy enough in order to maintain a certain lifestyle. You can't expect to be, to not be in health and to be able to maintain the schedule that you're going to have to work in order to make six, a six figure income, you know? uh, And again, these are things that society doesn't tell people. Um, And you just don't happen upon six figure success it takes time and exercise being physically fit is essential to being healthy enough again to maintain that lifestyle i agree what type of exercise you do um i'm still on the same regimen that we were on in the military um i get on the treadmill and i run jog 20 minutes before i actually do my workout and then after that, I do a lot of resistance training and, you know, mm-hmm. I'll go back and forth with the weights um, intermediately, as well as um, making sure that I'm on my nutrition. OK, OK. Uh, now, how are you keeping yourself mentally healthy? Um, again, exercising and it's important to find hobbies, I know, in life. And engage in those when you can, you know, because I, I work a pretty uh, solid schedule. But when I have time, mm. then, you know, I fish a lot. I read, you know, I, I have very few friends, but the friends that I, I have, you know, I interact with them. Because I want to say, I just want to mm. throw this out there real, real quickly. When you're on the road to success, carefully pick your associates you know because again mm-hmm. not everybody's for you 
So you got to find your click and find the people that are that are for you and that are most like you and have similar energy that you have in order to get you to where you want to be. Man, man, and I, and I agree with you a thousand percent. Well, um, I, I like to thank you for for being out on this podcast, man. It was glad to to have you on. You absolutely killed it, and you dropped some value bombs for my uh, listeners. Um, where where can they find anything that you want to go to them so you can do you know your social media or maybe you want to link them to your business if they're in the Norfolk area, but. The, you know, if you want to give them out, what would what, what would you, you know, what do you want to give um, out? Um, I have an email address. You can hit me up at uh, Scotty with an I E S C O T T I E six seven seven five at me dot com, or you can go to my website. Check out the business is American Lounge dot com. Uh, and yeah, if you're ever in the Norfolk area, please come come hit me up. Check me out. Awesome, awesome. And I had him on because, you know, there's a lot of people who might have just service-based business. Not everybody have these intricate businesses as far as, like, real estate and stuff goes. But having something like this that you're, you, you're good at, you know, why not have a barbershop or a salon or anything like that? So I brought him on for that reason. But with that being said, I thank you guys for listening. I hope you got something out of it. And make sure you hit that subscribe button so that you can be able to not miss out on any future content. Once again, I am your host, Tremaine. And peace, peace. out.